Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V, and today I'm bringing you the very first episode of the Elite Fitness Steroid Podcast. Today we're going to get started with Anavar, episode one of the Elite Fitness Steroid Podcast, and uh, let's get it going. Anabar is the most popular trademark name of the drug oxandrolone, which is an oral anabolic steroid. In spite of being considered a weak steroid, many in the bodybuilding community have very little understanding of how to properly use this compound, nor how to get all of its powerful benefits. Now, today in this podcast, we're going to discuss just how to get all the benefits out of Anabar. We're going to discuss its history, the anabolic and androgenic ratio, administration, how it works, the fat burning effects of anabar, the hydrotestosterone and how that comes into play, SHBG, which is the sex hormone binding global, and how anabar interacts with it, dosages, half-life, the detection times, the side effects, the user results, how to stack it, the cost and the ease of access, how females should use the steroid, if at all. And I'm also going to give you some links that you can use to find some pictures of Anavar. So uh, let's get started on the history. Anavar was first introduced in the United States in the early 1960s when it was synthesized by a big pharmaceutical company called Pfizer. In fact, as of this article, Pfizer had a market cap of almost $200 billion, making it the largest publicly traded drug company in the world. Uh, you can find this article here, elitefitness.com forward slash articles forward slash Anavar hyphen oxandrolone. That is the direct uh, line to it. Regarding its use, oxandrolone was originally prescribed to promote muscle growth in those suffering from muscle wasting disease. And today, it is part of the treatment for some HIV and AIDS patients. In the late 80s, athletes and bodybuilders began abusing it because they wanted to tap into Anabar's ability to improve muscle growth. Unfortunately, this led to Anabar being discontinued by Pfizer and picked up by the Savient Pharmaceuticals uh, company, who then used the trade name of Oxidrin. As a result, the FDA later approved its use for more medical purposes, including hepatitis, HIV-related weight loss, and Turner syndrome. Additionally, it is also considered beneficial for anemia, and it can offset the protein catabolism from corticosteroid abuse. Like all anabolic steroids, oxandrolone is currently a Schedule three controlled substance in the United States, and it is only available via prescription or the black market. The anabolic and androgenic ratio. In theory, anabar is very anabolic and not very androgenic. The ratio is 450 anabolic to just 24 androgenic. Even though these ratios on paper do not always translate to real life, in this case, it is pretty accurate description based on what we know about the steroid from practical use. Administration of Anabar. Anabar is an oral anabolic steroid, so it is taken by mouth and swallowed. As a matter of fact, there are some who have attempted to produce it as a liquid to be injected in suspension form, but injectable forms of Anabar are extremely rare. How it works. Anabar is a DHT, that's a dehydrotestosterone derivative that has an added atom replacing the carbon-2 in the A-ring, which causes a rise in anabolic activity and prevents any metabolic breakdown as well. This anabolic activity creates an environment for muscle wasting prevention, which not only has tremendous medical benefits, but also has the ability to be used by bodybuilders to get anabolic results and hard vascular dry muscle mass. 
It is also able to avoid being destroyed by the liver since it has a methyl group addition, making it a 17 alkaline compound and thus it toxic to the liver. Although it has been shown in studies to be less hepatoxic than other oral steroids, such as anadrol or halotestin, it is recommended to use liver protection support supplements like Entugard during any cycle of Anabar. Um, you guys can find Entugard going to N, as in Nancy, the number two, guard, G-U-A-R-D.com. So Entugard.com, you'll be forwarded to a website where you can find all of the information about Entugard and can purchase it as well, guys. Another benefit of Anabar is its ability to decrease glutocorticoid hormones. This means that these nasty muscle-wasting hormones like cortisol are kept at bay, which explains why Anabar is so popular among those suffering muscle-wasting diseases. Nitrogen retention in muscles is another trait Anabar is known for. Obviously, this effect is common with anabolic steroids, but it is specially pronounced with Anabar. And what this means is that we have a very anabolic effect in the body, making it easier to build muscle when you weight train. Fat burning. Few people know this, but steroids do not actually burn fat. However, there are some studies that show Anabar may be an exception to this rule. In studies, Exandrolone has shown a direct liposis promotion. There are several explanations for this. The simplest being that by reducing thyroid binding globulin, Anabar makes the thyroid perform better. Of course, if you're carrying 20% body fat, just taking some Anabar isn't going to magically drop you four pant sizes. So if that is your intention, you will be disappointed. After all, it is best to use diet and exercise in order to lose body fat and not to depend on steroids for this purpose. Dehydrotestosterone, DHT. As a DHT derivative, Anabar cannot aromatize into estrogen within the body like some of the other anabolic steroids do. Therefore, such estrogenic side effects as water retention, gynecomastia, or bloat will not occur. There is a downside to DHT though. Since we know that a rise in DHT can cause the hair follicles to be fried, and Anabar will do this if abused, nonetheless, it is mostly depends on the user as some say it causes moderate hair loss and others say little to no issues. Uh, just to clarify that paragraph, I read a little muddle there. Um, it really depends if you're prone to it or not. Anabar will not usually give you any problems with hair loss, but if you're really, really prone to it, you will see some shedding with it. It really depends on, on your genetics or not. SHBG, sex hormone binding globulin is another thing that Anabar binds well with, which is very good news for bodybuilders because it will make your steroid stack even better by increasing free testosterone ratio. Dosages. Since Anabar is so mild, many bodybuilders and weight trainers do not understand that they are not going to put on a ton of mass quickly, so they tend to unnecessarily overdose on this compound. The proper dosage for men tends to be 40 to 60 milligrams per day. And some users will run up to 100 milligrams per day. I have read of some bodybuilders using even more, up to 200 milligrams per day, which is abusive and completely unreasonable. Besides, due to the fact that Anabar is liver toxic, you shouldn't run it for long periods of time. Well, however, it is less liver toxic than other oral anabolic steroids, which allows us to be more liberal with our cycle length. Hence, you can run Anabar from four to eight weeks with good results. Half-life. 
The half-life of antibodies is listed as nine hours. It is important to remember that half-life doesn't mean how long it is in your system. It rather means that after nine hours, half of the dosage is still left in your body. Consequently, antibar can be easily dosed twice per day. Detection times. The detection time for those who are tested for performance enhancing drugs is three weeks with antibar, which is pretty standard for other steroids in this class. However, there have been cases of athletes tested positive in the fourth week after antibar use. Consequently, it is best to put the detection time of oxandrolone at around four weeks, or about 30 days to be safe. Side effects. Although oxandrolone is considered mild, it does not mean you should disrespect this compound and think you can get away with abusing it. Just like all anabolic steroids, anabar is suppressive, so your pituitary gland will stop making the hormones that stimulate the Leydig cells into producing testosterone. Sadly, I have read some unverified forum gurus claiming that anabar is not suppressive at low dosages, which is just not true. And ignoring its suppressive nature is a dangerous thing to do. Hence, you should always run proper post-cycle therapy after using the steroid. You can use HC Generate or N2 Generate with the product. Now, if you go to hcgenerate.com, you'll find all the information you need on a good support product to take uh, along with Anabar, guys, just so you know. Another side effect is hepatoxicity, which means you should not drink alcohol or be on other drugs while using Anabar. Obviously, stacking Anabar with other toxic steroids is not a great idea for this reason. Furthermore, Anabar is well known for the wonderful muscle pumps that it comes with. These pumps are felt when all of the blood is being forced into the muscles, causing them to swell and stretching out the layer of fascia tissue. Nevertheless, it can also be a bad thing when they get counterproductive in your goals. In fact, high dosages of Anabar can cause a crippling back pump that if you attempt to run on it, you will likely get lower leg pumps and even calf or shin splints. Taking taurine and potassium can help alleviate pumps, so it is recommended to do so while taking the higher dosages of Anabar. User results. When used properly, Anabar is a tremendous anabolic steroid, but it isn't for everyone. If you're looking to pack on 15 pounds of mass quickly, then it isn't for you at all. It is more for those who want to add strength and a couple of pounds of pure muscle slowly. I found that Anabar is underrated when it comes to strength gains compared to the amount of mass you put on it. For those who are more physique oriented, Anabar can be utilized to harden up and to become more vascular. Working out at the gym can be more fun because of the rock hard pumps and the increasing strength while taking Anabar. And, and yeah, just as a side comment, guys, that's one thing a lot of newbies like about Anabar. It makes it uh, really sort of uh, psychologically habit-forming is those pumps and that strength on Anabar. Although it maybe doesn't put on a, a ton of mass, it does give you some really tight pumps and some nice strength that uh, guys really enjoy. And, and it's hard. It's something you miss when you uh, try to get off of this stuff. So um, uh, now let's talk about stacking. Stacking. Anabar should be stacked to get the most out of it because it binds well to the sex hormone binding globally, making the other steroids in the stack work even better. Being so mild, it might be a good idea to stack it with something really androgenic, like trembolone or testosterone. Oral anabar stacking is usually done with winstrol or terinabol. They stack well together, 
usually with 40 megs of anabar per day and maybe 50 to 40 megs of winstrol or turinabol. Uh, you really always want to stay well under 100 milligrams per day of any oral. That's my opinion. But uh, like I said in this article earlier that we read up, some people go as high as 200 megs. So cost and ease of access. Anabar is currently a Schedule three controlled substance in the United States and only available via prescription or the black market. Unfortunately, Anabar is one of the most fake compounds in the world and also one of the most expensive. For example, I checked a reliable source online and to get six weeks of uh, Anabar taking about 50 mix per day, you will have to pay about two to $300 for such a cycle. That's quite pricey for such a short run especially considering the fact that you will also need to buy the necessary ancillary and post-psychotherapy compounds. Therefore, remember that you must never buy Anabar that is sold for cheap because chances are it's probably a fake product. And as a side note, yes, a lot of sources will take uh, cheaper compounds, cheaper steroids uh, like Terenabol and pass them off as Oxandrolone, as Anabar. Female use. Having little androgenic effects, Anabar is one of the most popular steroids among female athletes. For women, I would recommend running 2.5 to 7.5 milligrams per day. So it's about 2.5 to 7.5 milligrams per day. Nonetheless, it is crucial to use a solid source, as the Anabar can be faked with maybe a smaller dose of Dianabol instead which could be disastrous for a woman who can end up having such virilization issues as an enlarged clitoris or increased body hair. Yeah, it tends to happen, guys. Uh, Anavar is very expensive, and there are other steroids that are uh, stronger for men, and uh, a lot of sources will just put smaller doses of these stronger steroids in Anavar and sell it off as Anavar and cross their fingers and hope the newbies can't tell the difference or uh, the women won't make them grow hair too bad or clitoris too bad so it's definitely a, a faked product as far as if you're really trying to find a good anavar um, you can head over to the forums there are tons of forums online uh, the best one that i've been a, a member of for many years is elitefitness.com forward slash forums and you can go there register and just keep your uh, eye out keep up with the word on the street see who the sources are, see what products are on the market, what guys are buying. You can also try a gym dealer, approach uh, a guy at the gym. Usually, as long as uh, you don't look like a newbie, most guys will, will offer and get you whatever you want. And at least with the gym dealer, you can uh, see the guy on a day-to-day -day basis and have a talk with him if uh, things aren't working out, if your product might be faked. Also, uh, testing kits. You can use testing kits to make sure that your anabar is legit. Some of these home testing kits aren't very expensive, and you can test a, uh, a few uh, doses with it. So it's another good uh, item to use nowadays. Uh, guys, if you want to hear more from me, uh, just make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can uh, download every new episode. This should be a weekly podcast, and I hope you guys will uh, be ready to listen. It's always going to be about 20 to 30 minutes long at the longest, and we're always just going to go over some good steroid info supplements training cycles all that good stuff all that stuff that you guys uh, really want to hear have a good one guys